Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host. And I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor. If you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up, The Kevin and Fred Show, and please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we're back on The Kevin and Fred, F-R-E-D, The Kevin and Fred Show. And today I'm joined by Fred of The Kevin and Fred Show. What's going on, dude? My six-year-old just started, instead of saying dad, he says D-A-D. So apparently you're just going to go with F-R-E-D instead of saying my name. How amazing is it that I didn't even know he was doing that and I just did that to you? It's kind of awkward and weird. I'm going to, like, later on, I don't know, today or next week, we're just going to be in a meeting. We're going to round people and I'm going to say, hey, F-R-E-D. Everywhere I go. D-A-D. D-A-D. That's pretty funny. Is he typing or are you guys letting him use, like, a tablet or something to like text or or message like family members or something yeah he has an ipad he's reading really really well now so yeah it's sort of uh i was gonna a say blessing like it, and a curse i was gonna say it starts to read i just realized that that's not what this episode's about though it's gotta like spill over anyways so dude we're uh, we're doing this episode we thought it'd be a good idea to i mean just point blank like i want to use this episode as like a reference point because you and I made a decision, gosh, it's probably been eight weeks ago now, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but in November of 2022, we started the, I don't want to say transition, I would say the onboarding process of joining Place. And our good friend Ben Kenny, uh, who is the founder of Place and CEO, et cetera. And so a ton of questions have come up about like, why would you guys do that? What, like, what's the point of doing Wait, that? Wait, we joined Place? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yes, F-R-E-D, we did. This is exciting. Right. So um, thought it would be a good idea, like, let's just put some of our thoughts out because place is one of those things where it's kind of hard to explain. Like, I've actually said to people, I've heard place agents talking to, like, non-place agents trying to describe it, and to me, they sound like an EXP agent explaining to a non-EXP agent what EXP is like. So that tells me that it's very hard. Like, number one, there's some personal, like, experience that comes into it. And there's it encompasses a lot. And it's hard for people to kind of vocalize. So I thought, well, if we sort of slowed down and took a little bit longer form here and, and maybe bounced a few questions off each other, we could probably get, get something out that might be worthwhile. Cool. I think this is going to be worthwhile for people that uh, run a team, are considering running a team have ever considered uh, stopping running their team, <laughs> have ever struggled with uh, adding value or figuring out how to become profitable in their team, et cetera. Uh, so I really think uh, just about anybody out there that's been in real estate long enough that wants to know what's going on in our industry, where the changes are happening, and or has ever tried to start an organization themselves will benefit from this conversation, regardless of whether you care about quote unquote joining place. That's not really what this episode specifically is about. Yeah, so let's... Um can we, can we start with like what place is not? It might be an easier place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, to begin. Let's do that. Well, so what is what is place not? Okay, well, place is not a brokerage. Okay. I think you have to start there because 
uh, for those casual observers of our industry, which many of us are because we're busy with our own lives, not trying to keep up with everybody else, uh, there's a misunderstanding out there that Place is a brokerage. So number one, it's not. Uh, number two, Place is not just a quote unquote expansion team or a Keller Williams only opportunity. So I want to get okay. that out of the, of the way. So we didn't go back to Keller Williams and we also didn't leave EXP. Um, and we also didn't necessarily stop running our own expansion team. We right. partnered with a bigger uh, conglomerate, so to speak, uh, a, a bigger platform to run our business on. I, I don't even think of Place as a team so much as I think of it as a community, mm. which is, I think is why there's a lot of the same, um, why I share that experience about listening to place agents talk about place, just like listening to EXP agents talk about EXP. It's because there's this real community involved. It's not necessarily a team. Mm. There's some team aspects for sure, but it's not actually a team. Like I don't feel like we joined Ben Kinney's team. I feel like, Obviously, I'm Team Suarez, so I definitely <laughs> didn't join Ben Kinney's team. Wow, I joined. I I joined. I know you're Team Kinney, but I'm I'm Team Suarez. That's I just funny. want to get that out of the way right here on the front side. Uh, Chris will never listen to this, but I'm going to send it to him now just so he can hear that one. Started the four minute fifty seven second mark, Chris. I'm guessing. I have uh, no idea. I, so I mean, I truthfully don't feel like that. I feel like now it started out that way, but it has it has evolved and become so much more than like a team. More and so. I guess I'm sharing that to go. It's not a team. It's it's really not. It is a, it's a lot of things. Platform community, which we're going to dive into. Um, it's a system, all of that. But it's not a. You're right. It's not a team. It's not a brokerage. It's not. Um, it's not a Keller Williams thing. It's it's completely different. Mm -hmm. So okay, let me add a few more things. This okay. is a little less around the structure, and I just want to talk about teams in our industry in general for a second okay. before we get into place. I think there's a misconception in our industry that if you run a team, you're uber successful. <laughs> I think there's a misconception in our industry that if you find yourself on a stage or doing hundreds of units that you're raking in the quote-unquote dough. Um, I also think there's a misconception that if you would join an organization like Place, that must mean that your business isn't doing very well. <laughs> uh, I, I believe that there's uh, misperceptions around... Um, why people start teams, why they continue to run them, and more importantly, how valuable having your own real estate team really is. I'm talking about like asset valuation here. Okay. I think there's a misunderstanding that like if I go out and start a real estate team, I now have an asset that I can sell. Yeah. So I'm going all over the place with you here. We're not a brokerage, not just for Keller Williams. It's not just an expansion team. Uh, but I also think we have to step back for a second before we dive into what place is and just say that, hey, there's a lot of real estate teams out there that make great profit. There's a lot of real estate teams out there that don't. There's a lot of real estate teams out there that are growing that aren't making any more money through their growth. There's a lot of real estate teams that are getting smaller that might be growing or might be making more money. There's a lot of people that have, quote unquote, a real estate team in a business that think they can sell it when, when they're all said and done, uh, but their, their team is not saleable. And so I think all of these little things I'm throwing in here do have some cor like correlation or, or I guess if you will, like some influence in why I think many people are joining place. Why don't we, I feel like there, okay, so there's two things to talk about here. We talk about why we thought it was a good idea, why we joined. 
uh, and or what place actually is. And I, I got to be honest, I'm not sure which which is better to start with. I know it sounds backwards, but I almost wonder if we should start with what we're like, what went into uh, wanting what what went into the decision making process for you and I to saying yes, and then kind of take a step back and go, okay, but what all does place encompass? Or, or do you, you want to start it the other way around? Sure. I mean, since we're doing this live on the podcast, Kevin, let's go with your idea. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm good either way. So <laughs> if you could, if I, if I said, all right, Fred, why did you join place or why did group 4610 join place? What's the first thing that comes to mind for you? All right. Well, I'm going to say this, and I think it's very similar to EXP in that uh, the reasons that I join something may not be the reasons that hundreds of other people are joining it, or in the case of EXP, thousands of other people are joining it. So I want to get that off the ground. Yeah. But why did I join? Um, 15 years in February, Kevin. I think this episode's going to release in January of 2023. But Dude. 15 years yeah. in Jan in February of 2023, you and I will have been running a real estate team together, Damn. showing up to an office nearly every day, uh, going after growing something, trying to build something, some months providing, trying to make it and provide for our families, and some months trying to build something that's way beyond what our personal needs are to deliver something to other people. So we've been doing this for 15 years running yeah. the team since February of 2008. And if I'm being really honest, um, my passion my day-to-day -day passion for just running and operating a real estate team has lessened in the last four and a half years since we joined eXp. My passion for helping people find what I believe is the brokerage that provides the most agent-friendly, agent-financially com competitive, like just puts you ahead in life. It's the brokerage. only brokerage that cares about the future of the agent. Of the agent that actually like financially incentivizes yeah. their agent like no other. So I got passionate about that over the last 40 years. And in turn, um, you, 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 you lose some passion for other things when you get passionate about that. So place wasn't a default choice. I don't want you to jump to that conclusion. Okay. But what I would say is that um, I, we spent a lot of time now helping people discover eXp and supporting our eXp partners. And our agents on our team ha deserve more. There's been other people over the last four and a half years that have been out iterating and building on their real estate teams, providing new technology, new training, uh, just enhancing the agent value proposition as a member of a team, while you and I haven't built on that as much over the last four and a half years as we could have. Yep. And so part of my, my, I would say the most, the largest reason to join place for me was was waking up and realizing our agents deserve more like take us out of the equation for a minute from the operator owner standpoint our agents deserve more and when we looked under the hood at place i mean i remember distinctly you you saying something to the effect of it would be nearly irresponsible for an agent in the market to go out and interview a bunch of real estate teams and then not join a place one if they had done an interview with a place team. yeah yeah i i dude i agree with that 100 percent um my take on it isn't really much different. I, I think of like why place, why join place. I think of it from a few different viewpoints. And my first viewpoint is simply the people that we're in business with, right? So you mentioned mm -hmm. our agents and, and even and even the staff too. I would I would put on that. Um and I believe not doom and gloom, but like I mean dude, 
things have already shifted. 2023 is not going to be a fun year for most people. And we don't know how 2024 is going to be yet either, right? So it's still so early. I think it's going to be tough. Times have been so good. Like you, okay, so you and I were pretty lucky in the sense that as we did shift away from Keller Williams and NTXP and we started growing that that community, real estate was kind of at like a peak where things were super easy. And everyone on our team was able to make a, to, to make good money, right? Some more than others because that's, that's life and that's every team and every market. And so it afforded us that. And I believe that, um, so like you, I'm also have been less passionate about my, about my, about our sales team. Although I love so many of the people deeply that are here. Um, I believe that this market and the coming market is going to require a lot more from agents. And that means we are, we, you and I, are going to have to provide a lot more to the agents that are with us in order for them to succeed and hopefully thrive in the, in this market. And quite frankly, like I, I, like I wasn't up for it. I don't, I don't think you're up for it either, but I do think that one thing I do know is knowing Chris and Ben, the way that we'd known them over the years, we like believe in their system. Like we believe in what they've been doing and I believe it's the right way to to operate a real estate team and to run your real estate business and so if we went oh we could actually plug into this and this would help our agents not just like survive this year and next year but but actually grow in their business i see it number one is a, such a huge benefit that way yeah i think there was a bit of looking in the past and saying uh we haven't iterated and built out as much value and continue to add on to our team value proposition as we maybe could have so the place team value proposition, when you look at it as a team member, you go, dude, this is, un- this is unmatchable. Like you said, like yeah. it would be irresponsible to join a non-place team as a team member out there if I really did my research and homework and saw what different teams provide. So through that lens, yes. And then that's sort of the looking backwards piece for me. And then you also just hit on the looking forwards piece, which is this is leverage for you and I. This is you and I realizing that going forward, our agents uh, are going to need some some more opportunities, some more training, some some more technology. And going forward, you and I may not be the ones that want to carry that torch alone. And so this is a leverage move for, for you and I as well. Instead of having to provide all of the offerings, um, we, we get to lean into a distribution center of team offerings and team culture and we get to just latch on to something that's already heading in the right direction rather than having to create all of it on our own from the ground up. Yeah. And I mean, truthfully being able to partner with those with, with place provides just so many opportunities and paths for the agents that are not just currently with us and have been with us for years. Cause they're like, dude, if you go look at our roster, I don't know if you've taken the time to look at our roster and look at like how long people have been with us, but like, We've got some serious tenure on the team. Oh yeah, more so than than at any point in history, and we're gonna go. We'll have to go grow as well now. And so when I look at the people that have trusted us for so long and have been in business with us for so long, and the people that are coming in, I, like we got to be able to provide more opportunities. And place has that like baked into the cake. And so yeah, could we do it? Have we done it? Yes. Do I want to? And the reality is. is like Ben and Chris have done such a phenomenal job at laying this out at such a high level. Like I've, I just looked at it and I was like, 
this is so damn good. I, I mean, you said the word I use, which would be irresponsible. Like, if I'm truly, like, thinking about this from the standpoint of agents in our world, then I don't, I don't think we could build something that beats this. I don't think anybody can, personally. Yeah, and then the question becomes, even if you could, do you want to? Do you to? want you to? You and I went on a journey from 2014, roughly, to probably 2018, of building some of the same things that Team you know, Kenny yeah. and Team Suarez have. Now, when I say building some of the same, I didn't say the same quality. I didn't say with the with the, you know, with the same execution. I didn't I didn't say at the <laughs> professional level. But we we went on a very very similar journey for sure. And, um, and let's just say like they've like dude, they've knocked it out of the park. They have. They've. I mean, they've done some incredible stuff. So okay, other piece here to me is I want to look even f- more forward. Why did I make this decision? Um, Fifteen years running this team. I don't think 15 years from now, I don't think I got another 15 to run group 4610. Just being honest with you, I'm sorry if that's like a shock to you. didn't know that already, Kevin. But 15, I'm surprised you're still here. 15 years from now, I don't know that I want to continue running group 4610. Okay. So then the question becomes, do you sell your team? Uh, do you hand it off to somebody in the organization? And if you do, is that a clean exit? Uh, and if you do sell it, is it, a, is it a clean exit? If you do hand it off, is it a clean exit? And when I say clean, like, a lot of people sell their businesses on paper, but then they become employees uh, of their business for years to come, yeah. right? Uh, so they basically get like a cash advance on their on their business, only to then realize after three or four or five years still of have working in it, they, they still have a job. Yeah. Um, so there, I, I would like an exit, and I think that that's what EXP is all about for me as well. Like I'd like an exit. It's why I wake up passionately in recruiting people and helping them see what EXP is really all about because it does provide an exit. There is a path by which one could wake up someday and not have to sell real estate. Place provides a path by which one day you and I can wake up and not have to be the operators of the real estate team. Yeah. Sort of like folks that go out and buy a real estate brokerage or an office or a market center for those of you in the KW world. Um, you could be an OP as an example of a Keller Williams office without necessarily having to be the one that actually does the day-to-day activity or the OP is a job now, but you could be an sure. owner in a market center, hire an OP, an operator to run it, or, hire a team leader, et cetera. Or even just any franchise. Really. Any franchise, right? So I, that's another big thing for me is that I look at it and I go like built into the cake here is like, like team Suarez and team Kenny will actually buy our real estate team from us. It's actually like baked into their model. If you and I want to wake up one day and do that, it's in the contract. Yeah. Or we could actually just hand that off to somebody that's been helping us run the team on the place model, knowing that they would be left alone and they wouldn't even need us when we made that exit because they would have the place system backing them up and you and I could essentially make a clean exit. So to me, this was like a forward thinking thing as well. It's like, Hey, could I actually wake up one day and not have, if I didn't want to do this anymore, is there an actual path that I'm on that could transition the business to somebody else? I was joking with one of my friends who's, who, who has a place team already. And they're like, why, why'd you do this? And I was like, go jokingly said, cause I can do math. Like, cause it makes sense. Like effect. I was trying to say the same thing is like, dude, there's a, there's an exit here. There's an opportunity here as well. There's some, and it starts with the fact I believe in it. Right. And it's something I think is the best model in our industry. And yeah, dude, there's an exit. And if you and I were to exit, forget about whether it's a sale or like a handoff or, or whatever that turns out to be the, this feels a lot like, I don't want to use the word franchise, 
But from a support and support standpoint and training standpoint, there's so much available to that. Let's say someone does step up and completely take the reins from us, whether that's in a year from now or five years from now, like everything that they ever need to make sure that they not just can run it, but grow it is already there and baked into the place partnership. And I like that. Like that helps me to feel better, if you will. Yeah. One last thing I'd like to say is that um, I'm not here to say that you and I, had we continued running Group 4610 without place, that we would have looked up one day and not had a team. But if we continued running our team the way we have been the last four and a half years over the next four and a half years, I'm pretty sure we would wake up and not have a team. Here's what I mean by that. You already alluded to the fact that like 2023 is going to be more difficult than 2022 and 2021 was in the real estate business, right? And we don't know what's beyond that. Um, You and I were going to have to get back into our business at some point this year to keep it relevant and to uh, reimagine it to a degree. And so... It was either go do that on our own or go do that on the backs of somebody else. And this this made a lot of sense because instead of trying to recreate the wheel, do it all ourselves, why not lean into a bunch of other teams where the think tank is bigger and larger? And why not, you know, why, why not just leverage that piece as well? So for those of you out there that run a team, if you've been running a team for less than five years, you may not have had this experience yet. But I will promise you anybody on here that's listening that's had a team for a 10, 12 or more years will tell you that they've gone through multiple iterations of what their real estate team looked like. Like yep. at one time or another, every salesperson on their team turned over. Yeah. Like uh, their, their rock star director of admin Got was no left. longer their rock star director yep. of admin. Their amazing systems they thought they had, they blew them up one day, right? Like the CRM they were so reliant on, what they, they changed it, right? And so there's just different iterations that you go through in any business. And you and I've gone through this now over the last 15 years where I think if we were to define them sometime on a podcast, which maybe that'd be a fun podcast sometime just to go through year by year of our growth and where we like completely almost blew it up or completely reiterated. Yeah. I would say we've done that at least three times. Yeah. This might be number four. Yeah. No, this is definitely the fourth. Like I want to say the fourth, nonetheless, whether it's the fourth or fifth, it's the, it's the next big change. And, and here's the thing, not to say that we always make the right decisions because we definitely do not. However, every sort of big change and iteration has always catapulted us forward. Mm-hmm. It's never actually been the thing that was like ultimately our demise, you know, yeah. like not changing is typically the thing that's your demise. Right. Uh, and when we've had big losses, it was from you and I not changing. And when we've had big leap forwards, it was from us like oh, radically changing things. hundred percent. hundred percent. I um, agree. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, and, and decide if, you know, where you want to fit in, like what place is here as well. But a lot of people out there would say, well, like, you know, why, why doesn't your brokerage provide the services that yeah. a place does? Like, why did, you know, you guys love EXP so much. Like what is, what's so different between, your brokerage and, and, and say an offering from place. And you can compare and contrast it to EXP. So however you want to answer that. This is going to not be a popular answer for employees of any brokerage. Okay. Okay. Fair. Or executives. That question only comes from employees and executives of brokerages. It doesn't actually come from other operators. Mm -hmm. So tell me more. So what I mean by that is like the way you frame that question is like, what can you get from place that you can't get from EXP? Right. What's the value proposition that Place has that um, 
fill some sort of gap that exists in the brokerage world. Right. And KW saying it's the same. Like uh, I'm not picking on EXP. Obviously, I love EXP, right? But we're that's where you and I are. So we're use that as an example. The only people that ask me that are EXP employees. Um, and the reason why that they would ask that is they have no concept of what it's like to actually run a real estate team presently. And if they like, if they ran one, like I love Glenn, but and I will sing that guy's praises for hours. But he ran a real estate team in the you know 2007 era, not not 2022, and things are are wildly different today. So the only people that ask that are the people that don't have the viewpoint of what it's like being an owner operator of a real estate team today. Okay, um, because of that, I think it's really easy to think that hey, it, especially at a company like EXP, where like truthfully there is a there's a lot more value here than you could ever imagine for any agent. But it, it's for all 85 to, by the time this comes out, 90,000, however many agents we have. it That's for everyone, right? And when you do something for everyone, you can't do something for, like, a specific group, which is, like, places after the top 1% of agents in the, in, the, in the industry. Okay, so understanding that places target is the top operators in the, in the industry, okay? No brokerage, EXP or not, can provide for the top 1% of their teams. They like they just can't do it because if they do that, they completely will alienate the rest of the agent population, right? And they could go, well, we're teaching these classes and we provide these lead gen things. The problem is stuff like that at a brokerage level doesn't scale within a team, right? Like um, you and I aren't going to go use... EXP like offers KV core effectively, like I don't want to say free, but it's included in our fees, right? Like we can't go use that at scale for 20 agents or 50 agents on our team. Mm-hmm. We really can't. Can we get, can we use them to get a discount? Yes. We can't really use their lead gen services at scale Correct, a either. Plan. Like we have yeah. to go start doing things that are about our team. Okay. So no brokerage, regardless of the brand can provide for, the, uh, for lack of a better word, the mega team, if you will, on a granular level, the things that like place can do by partnering with them. They just can't get down to that deep level because there's, there's 85,000 other agents they've got to worry about, or there's a hundred thousand other agents they've got to worry about. So again, like, and I don't mean this offensively, but the only people that ever ask that question are people that don't understand what it's like to go run a team in today's market. And that'll just mean like, the fact that it shifted in 2022, 2023, I mean, like, currently, like, over the last five-plus years or whatever. All right, so I agree with some of you said. I'll disagree with a few things. I don't think that's only being asked by employees of brokerages. I believe it, it could be being asked by uh, people that don't run teams as well. Okay, that's um, probably a more industry. fair statement. Um, and don't actively run teams, okay? That's more fair. And, and so... I would answer a little bit to this, to this, you know, my own question, I would answer a little bit this way, which is there's, there's specialization and niching down. And then there's like providing for the masses. And so brokerages are into agent count as well. They should be yeah. the larger, the agent count, the more like profitable Everything. and growth oriented, the brokerages. Right. And so Keller Williams, Remax, EXP, name it. I don't care. The bigger they are, the more, the less niche and the less specialized their training and their support becomes. Um, and so 
place is a is a niche. It's what you said. They're yeah. going after the top one percent of real estate team operators in the country. So I don't know how many real estate teams are in the country, but I don't think you're going to see place ever have. 4,000 team operators. I mean, maybe it gets to 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, but I, I don't, I mean, it's not going to have 20,000 teams on the place platform. I just don't see that because that wouldn't be the top 1%. No, definitely not. Right. That now you're at a broker, you're at a brokerage level. Now there could be a place 2.0 or something reimagined yeah. down the line. But the point is that what place is doing is they're saying, Hey, for people that want to grow teams, very similar to how brokerages have grown their brokerage, which is through agent count, we're going to provide a set of services and a platform for you to scale your growth at a faster, more profitable, more sustainable level, right? Yeah. And it's not that our training is better than your brokerage. It's that our training is more specialized and it speaks to one way of doing business. So like, there are going to be teams that don't join place because they don't buy into the way that a place team runs their business. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. And and so I, I just, I, I want to sort of address that. I don't think this is like number one places technically on the surface of brokerage, but you and I didn't move brokerage. It's just that place has to receive some income somewhere. So yeah. somebody in place has a broker's license somewhere, right. And receive some income to that entity. But it's not like thousands of agents hold their licenses at place. That's not what place is ever going to be. Yep. Place is simply a, a, a set of services niched down to be customized for the top teams in the country. So I'm gonna, you just sparked something, you gave me an example. And by the way, you were right. It's not just employees, but anybody, that was the heart of what I was getting after, is anybody that doesn't understand or isn't running a team or hasn't run a team actively recently. Well, um, I'm sorry. One quick aside. I wanted to say this real fast. I'm sorry. It's the same reason that brokerages like brokerages exist and EXP is the best. I'm biased. Fact. But coaching companies outside of EXP exist. Why? Same thing. Agents want customization and niche down like direction and training and everything else. They don't just want the out of the box stuff. It doesn't mean the stuff that EXP provides is irrelevant or invaluable. No, dude, it's amazing. It's, a, it's amazing. It just means that there there's a certain percentage of the population that's always going to want a little bit more niche down, more direct, more customized well, stuff, whether it's for their team, whether it's a coach, whether it's a, 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 a you know, a set of books that they may get from their bookkeeper. Like there's just going to always gonna, be a set of services that aren't offered by the brokerage because the brokerage say, can't do it all. I was going to say that like, let's, let me give a couple examples here. Okay. No brokerage, EXP included, KW included. No brokerage is going to say, Hey, let me go through your expenses with you. And let's talk about what maybe what should we keep? What should we, maybe what should we get rid of? What would be something we could maybe optimize better? Or we could get a better deal on. Like, let me literally partner with you on that. Like no brokerage can go do that for their teams. It could be a one-time experience that you might've had, but not some a weekly owner, or monthly thing. But it's not, it's not scalable. It won't happen repetitively. And if they are doing it, it's because they're about to sell you on a service where they take a percentage of that profit. Fact. Because that's the only people that would want to get involved at that yeah. level. So, because they're not compensated for that, nor could or would a brokerage say, you know what, Fred, you run a really great team, but I know when you have a great team, you got a lot of agents, and like not everyone is, 
you know, doing exactly what they, what you're, what you're telling them you expect them to do. And we know that being a great leader of a real estate team includes inspecting what you expect your agents to do. So here's, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to help you go inspect it. And we're going to literally dive into your system and we're going to create a report for you that shows you, Hey, here's where, where your agents are really strong. And here's where, where they need some improvement on. So that way you can have the most effective one-on-one talks or whoever's in charge of that in your team can have the most effective time with their one-on-one talks. Nope. Can't do that at the brokerage level. Okay. So those are two examples. I could probably give 20 more Mm -hmm. of the difference of a partnership like place versus and services that they provide versus what a brokerage can do for their agents. They're just wildly different. And none of it's right. And none of it's wrong. This is not about, the brokerage being wrong for not no. offering it and place being right for offering. Dude, it doesn't make this sense is, for a brokerage to offer it. This comes it. down to business model, right? Yes. Like again, brokerage business model is agent count. Now, are there a few niche, uh, really like boutique brokerages out there that sure. are trying to, yes, there are. Okay. But generally speaking, the brokerage model survives on large agent count. Why? Because the agent count goes up, so do the monthly fees, so does the potential company dollar, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's a revenue play. Place is taking a different standpoint. Brokerages get compensated on top line, right? Like they're like, hey, if you and I do 400 units next year, that means we pay 400 broker review fees. We pay 400, you know, we pay the number of caps associated with doing 400 units. Yep. We pay four monthly fees, you know, for all those agents. So again, they're brokerages, whether we're EXP or another one, compensated on on more of the top line, if you will, the units and the volume that you close is what relates back to the revenue that they make. Place, on the other hand, we could do a lot of units and a lot of volume at place, but they don't get paid based on if we sell more units or if we if we just do more volume. They get paid on profit. Yes. And this is the difference. Brokerage not paid on your profitability as an agent or as a team. Nor should they. Nor should they. But a team model, if you're a team member on a team, they should care a little bit about you, your your profit. Why? Because they pick up all your expenses. So what you make is your profit. And similarly, operators on the place platform, place cares about our our profit because we share it. Yes. Bottom, I don't understand why it's hard to understand. I'm just trying to talk some of this out. We may have yeah. to do like a like a re- record this four different times until we uh, we get this right, or we'll just chop it up. I don't know, but I, I hope the listener. I hope you're you're, you're hearing this and you're kind of recognizing like this isn't about right or wrong. This is just about different business models. So we joined a business. We're a part of a current business model, EXP, that incentivizes agent growth, and it's freaking amazing. And it incentivizes closing more houses because the more you close, the more stock you can buy, the more yep. opportunity. Amazing. Amazing. And similarly, we also believe in profitability. So we're joining an organization that's going to help on the real estate sales transactional side, help us be more profitable with the units and the volume that we do sell and help us leverage and scale that. And when we do a good job of managing our profit and scaling our brokerage wins and place wins and Kevin and Fred win. And that's the perfect scenario that we're going after here. Yeah, here's my here's my TLDR. Too long didn't read version of Is that why. What that means? Yeah, TLDR. Too long didn't read. Here here here's my version of that. 
First viewpoint is for the agents on our team and our staff on our team that we care about. We believe this provides the best opportunity for them, both from a training accountability standpoint and an actual like um, like uh, what they can get, like what their opportunities are for the future, what the benefits, uh, you know, the, what the benefits are for them, right? At place, we call it an opportunity path. Yes. One could join a place team and never leave. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're a buyer's agent for the rest of their life. There's a path by which they could go from showing agent or buyer's agent all the way up to a place owner and operator. Yep. And then my other viewpoint is the selfish viewpoint that I have, which is, okay, but what's also what's in it for me? And what's in it for me, I think, is a lot of upside over the long run, whether that is as, play, for those of you who don't know, place obviously raised money. A year and a half ago, they will eventually go public. I think there's an, a big opportunity there. Oh, let's stop for a second because a lot of people don't know that. What did oh. Place do? So uh, it, this was uh, November of 2021. Place received a $100 million, that's $100 million investment from Goldman Sachs in exchange for 9% ownership. So that's uh, for anybody who wants to do public math, that's like a what they would call a $900 million pre money valuation, billion dollar post money valuation. Uh, and what that money is done. And by the way, it should be noted places actually been extremely profitable. Anyways, I want to say they netted $25 million in 2021. I don't know what the 2022 numbers were yet. Uh, so it's not like this is like where you, like the way you hear of some tech companies that are just burning through cash, but it does allow them to, to scale and grow faster. And and part of the way that like Goldman Sachs wins or anybody else that might invest in the company going forward is eventually the company goes public, right? And as two people that have received, been on the winning side of a company, a public real estate company, the benefits of that, like you and I obviously, it's like, oh yeah, I've seen this movie before. This goes really well when the company is a good company. A bad company example would be like Compass that's not worked out so well for their agents, right? Or not worked out so well for, for one of the couple of the other brokerages that, that are public or and have gone public. Place is a very solid company that's got solid financials and I believe will go public and create a and so there's in that there's equity opportunities for agents and for us as operators that I believe have a huge upside in the future and I'm willing to defer some of my money today for more more equity in the long run and a higher upside in the future. That's part of my belief system and place has allowed me to do that. And so from a selfish standpoint, I think there's a humongous financial upside for us. Yeah, uh, without getting into all the details, there's other investment get ahead opportunities built into the place opportunity model. Yep. Some of those obviously are on the equity side and the potential for place to go public, as you mentioned. Some of them are on the real estate investment club side, so to speak. Some of them are on the third party services side, right? Yeah. Title, escrow, mortgage, et cetera. Also, all sorts of coaching, coaching, like all sorts of stuff. And so, um, yeah, there, to me, there's, so, there's the two views, like the people that are in our world and the people that will be in our world, like what's in it for them. I think it's more than what you and I could or would provide. And then what's in it for us is I think there's a big upside if I'm willing to trade some a little bit of today for tomorrow. Now, if you were that you and I were the type of operators that were in production and we haven't been in production for seven, eight years, probably we wouldn't be as quote unquote sacrificing up front if you will, because 
the model with places if you're you know when you're in production like you receive a split too just like any of the other agents do but you and i don't do production yeah, it's and, important that you just said everyone that joins place doesn't immediately go back. No, in fact, in income. fact, quite a few people go forward. Correct. They actually go forward, or and, or and they many or they go, stay the same. They stay the same, but they go. But they get all these extra benefits. Holy cow! Like my income's not going to change, but I don't have to do X, Y, and Z anymore. Like yeah. My, my agents now get to join a like a ninety day launch program to get off the ground, so I don't have to train all the new agents I hire. Like so, they immediately get leverage, right? They yeah. get value for their. Their, their, you know, for their partnership. Profit not changing in their partnership. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty amazing thing. And so when I look at that, I just go, cool. Like this checks the boxes, right? And I believe in what Ben and Chris are doing. That's the other thing too, is like, I genuinely believe in what they're doing. Uh, and I think it's, I found myself talking to so many other agents around the country from all different brokerages when they would ask me about place. I'd be like, yeah. Like that's a, like eventually I think I probably just sold myself on it because I had to, I learned more and more about it. And I was like, it's a, it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I believe in what they're doing. And so when you add those things together, it's kind of like, well, no duh. Here's my belief. Um, we haven't explained everything that place is and what we're, they, we're not even we're close. barely scratching the surface. 5% maybe. But if you're still listening to this episode, if God you, love you are still here with us at this point, I love you. Kevin loves you. And I would encourage you to do this. If you run a real estate team, you owe it to yourself to see, to look under the hood at what place is doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number one, you should probably consider if you're a candidate to join place yourself. But number two, you should look at it through the lens of what is the value proposition that place is providing to their agents and then ask the question, how do I get as competitive as possible, as close as possible to offering something similar? There are so many team owners out there, and you and I have been two of them before, that are running around running a real estate team, doing deals, closing 5, 10, 20, 40, 50 units a month, whatever it may be, that are unclear on what their value proposition is to the agent. Yeah. And place has that dialed in. And so I think there's an opportunity for team owners in our industry that are still listening right now to look under the hood, check it out, spend 30, 60, 90 minutes, whatever it is with Kevin or whoever he connects you with to take a deeper look to say, well, what, what really is place? What do they actually do for the agent? What do they actually do for the operator? And then decide if there's something in that learning, in that investigation that will go make your real estate team better. And maybe the thing that you learned and investigated is you should join. Great. Cool. Or maybe the thing is you just realize, holy cow, I'm barely scratching the surface of what's possible for a real estate team owner. That was an awesome experience on how I should go up my game. But that's really why I wanted to talk about place today is because I think there's something to be learned for people that will slow down. And sure, we wanted to announce, hey, we joined place. But for people that are willing to slow down and look at what place is actually doing, there's a lot for them to learn from just seeing what's going on around them in their industry, or there could be an incredible opportunity for them to join after they've learned. Yep. Anything else? So what exactly is place? Uh, that That's for part two. <laughs> part two. Awesome. Right. I need an, ele- I need a place elevator speech. We gotta hey, work. We gotta work on that. Paging team Suarez need elevator speech for place. Yeah. Chris. Get on that, dude. All right. That's it for uh, this week of the Kevin and Fred show. Uh, any last words, dude? This has been great. F-R-E-D signing off.
or see, DAD. I'll let my son listen to this. See you later, F-R-E-D. See you guys next week. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty, and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.